Welcome to Women Winning at Work podcast. My name is Barka Herman. I interview women with successful careers in tech. Please like and share this episode and podcast, and do reach out to me if you or someone you know would like to be featured on my podcast. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn, Barka Herman. And now, without delay, please enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of Women Winning at Work with Barka Herman. And today I have an amazing, amazing founder uh, in the crypto space, no less. So I'm very excited about today's guest, Regina Noriega. Regina, do you mind introducing yourself in your own words to my audiences? Thank you so much, Barka, for having me on. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. So I am Gina. I am the founder of Everyday Shiro, and we are a Houston-based edtech platform that serves the Web2 and the crypto-curious newbies by helping them onboard to the NFT and crypto space by providing them and empowering them with an online learning platform. That's so beautiful. And very, very uh, timely and needed. So I would love to hear, Regina, what your origin story is, because, gosh, you know, Web3, I had a trouble explaining to my mother what I did 30 years ago in tech, and now it's even harder. So I would love to hear, like, where did you start and how did you end up in the crypto space? You know, what were you as a young girl? What was your journey? So I'm a digital transformation specialist by profession. And so my former role before I went into the NFT crypto space was I was the head of digital for the number one cosmetics beauty brand in television and e-commerce. And so obviously that takes years and years of corporate experience working your way up doing corporate transformations for a ver- a variety of businesses, everything from CPG to fast-moving consumer goods, B2B and uh, B2C. And so basically how Everyday Shiro came about is last year when I saw everything happening with World of Women in the crypto space, I decided to start doing my research. I had previously been offered to be the VP of marketing in a hedge fund in about, I want to say like 2017. And I completely missed the opportunity. I didn't understand the technology behind blockchain. I didn't understand at that time, why am I going to be the VP of marketing for a hedge fund? This doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. And so, gosh, I was going to get paid in Bitcoin at that point. (laughs) So if you want to talk about missing the boat, I missed the wave. And so last summer when I saw everything happening, with World of Women, I decided to start doing my own research and investigating what I could do and really just observing and sitting back and looking at the space to see where I can make a difference. And so the way Everyday Shiro came about is my mother is a forensic scientist. And oh, wow. Yeah. So back in the day, without dating myself, <laughs> <laughs> They came to America as immigrants, and I watched my mother as a immigrant, forensic scientist, broken English. She basically worked her way up through mm. this lab into a management level position. And so she was my inspiration for Everyday Shiro. Everyday Shiro is an aspirational art project where 
basically every shiro from moms to firewomen to police women to military women deserve our recognition. And so when I was growing up, I saw my mother really just build her network of incredible women. And so when I tell everybody when I didn't feel well or I was sick, there was no traditional, let's go to the doctor. It was like, hey, Dr. B lives in the neighborhood next door. <laughs> let's just <laughs> house really quick and so I just really grew up seeing my mother just be a leader in every sense in no matter how small of a role she had in the lab she worked her way up to manage a ton of people and build a lot of amazing relationships that is so beautiful and how did you so how did you start the company tell me a little bit about the founding process because I know that our audience has a mix of entrepreneurial women as well as corporate uh, women. So I continue to work my role yeah. for, uh, until about probably four months ago. And then I decided to go ahead and do Everyday Shiro full time. I did Everyday Shiro every day after work from eight o'clock in the morning till 2 a.m. And then I would get up, go to morning, you know, do the whole entire corporate gig, basically just observing what the crypto space was about. Mm -hmm. I wasn't in a hurry to jump in. I wasn't in a hurry to launch. And when I left my role, I launched the business. And so Everyday Shiro has been about four months in the working. We are just really in, if you know anything about NFTs and crypto, we are in the allow list phase where basically I am onboarding one by one every member who has never been in the crypto space into the crypto space. So that's a little daunting and time consuming, but we've committed to do that before we go to public mint. So again, four months of business, we built an awesome audience on Twitter. We also have a very organic discord that is just hopping all hours, international hours, US. <laughs> and so, yeah, so we've been in business about four months now. Oh, that's fantastic. So a lot of opportunity, ladies, opportunities, ladies, uh, including for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things I, I talk about on my podcast is I think that when people see somebody like you, uh, Gina, who's had this amazing career, the support system that you got from your mom, as well as a company that you're a founder, all they see is success. And I want to, for you to share with our audiences, you know, what, what were the struggles that you went through coming up in this industry as a woman, as an entrepreneur founder in not only the tech space, but also now crypto? So both in my professional career, because I have been a technologist just like yourself, and also now it is a male dominated industry. Yeah. So. Crypto and Web3 being very, very, very brand new, meaning 99% of the world doesn't even know the world Web3. We have to make, actually, we have a YouTube video that's going to explain the Web1, Web2, Web3 journey. So we could just send it along to people that we're bringing into the community. One of the biggest challenges, again, is a highly highly dominated space. Crypto is very technical. It's very fast. And I, I don't know what the current stats are. I hear anything from 5 to 16% of the wallets are being held by women, which is, you know, very, very small. Yeah. And 
So I just believe the number one struggle is no one's going to walk you through this. You have mm -hmm. to. So it's something that I was very confident doing. I've been even though I passed on a role since 2017, I was still keeping up to date, but not as much as I started doing it last year. And so I am hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours in when it comes to reading materials, watching YouTube videos. And I think the biggest challenge for women is that it is daunting and you don't know what what is true and what is not true. And it's one of the reasons why I came up with Everyday Shiro. I wanted to bring in women and and men who are just still very web two heavy again everybody but but is the everybody except uh, who's not a technologist or in the digital space and right. really give them the confidence that they can go ahead and open up and start up a crypto wallet and also buy cryptocurrency shop for nfts it's very daunting when you're alone and again there's a huge trust issue there's no source of truth of where you can get the right video, the right content to get you through and to start a wallet. Because at the end of the day, you're like, okay, the guy in the video told me to click on this link. <laughs> if you know anything about crypto, you don't click on any link unless you know the person that gave it to you. And even that is kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And I you know, I, I would love for you to share like any triumphs that you have had in the tech field in the or since you, you know, jumped all in in crypto. What is the good part? What's the, you know, the the sweet? What's the what's the dessert? What's the ooey gooey part of this? I think the best part is finding like minded people and really understanding that Web3 and the NFT non-fungible token community is all about building a community. I, from four months ago to now, I have friends from all over the world now, India, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Nigeria. It is just amazing. Literally, we have something called Twitter Spaces, which if you don't know what that is, it's like, I would say live podcast and they yeah. go hundreds of them, you know, at the, on an hour you can join. And so I think the best part is, is that I've been able to meet so many incredible people interested, not just in the artistic part or the project part of the NFT space, but the financial part too. So lots of awesome networking and also building new relationships from people around the world. Right, right. And I usually don't uh, go into the tech space at all, but since you are a founder and you're speaking about this, for those of my audience that have no idea what an NFT is and how it's kind of technological as well as art, do you mind doing like yeah. a two minute explanation? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So an NFT is a non-fungible token and it's a one-of-a-kind digital item that basically is a piece of art, digital art, a digital ticket, a collectible trading card, a sporting event ticket that a collector or member can do three things. They can buy, own, or trade the NFT. So I know it's out there and it seems like, okay, I can't grasp it. Just think of it as a piece of ownership, a ticket that you own that's uniquely to you. 
Got it. Okay, that's awesome. And and good explanation. I would love to hear, you know, what is a message that you might want to give to people who are just uh, either getting into tech or getting into crypto? I know you have a whole company doing this, uh, but uh, in like a five minute version, what would you have to say? So the message? Yes. You have to be open and you have to want to learn. It is not something that you could do overnight. It's not something you can do in a week, a month, three months. You've got to put the hours in. And if you're comfortable in learning and you're open, you can do this. And I, I got to tell you, we've got all ranges of Web2 members that are coming in and they're loving understanding how to use the crypto wallet. They are loving getting on Twitter space. They never knew there was even a Twitter space. <laughs> they were like, oh my God, I'm speaking on these live podcasts. This is amazing. I think the message would be the more you continue to learn and the more you're open to it, the, the funner and um, more amazing this space is because you can really find a role, whether you're an artist, a collector, you want to be a top podcast host, you could find your space in the NFT space. That's wonderful. And would you have, looking back, would you have a message for the 15-year-old Gina? If she was, you know, if you had the opportunity to go back and tell her something, what would you say to her? I would say go hard in everything that's STEM. <laughs> it's where it's where women need to be and they're just not. There's not enough of us in those roles. And so the message would be, I was a nerd when I was growing up. I'm a nerd now and I'm good. I'm good at being a nerd. And I think there's a lot more of us women nerds that are out there that need to be in tech roles because once you start and you just are in it, it's it's addicting, it's exhilarating, it's fulfilling and intellectually it really is satisfying if you're in the right role. And I just think Again, being open and also exploring. You have to have that in your head in order to be in tech. Absolutely. Yeah, what a wonderful, wonderful message. And I, I do think that the pressure of not being in tech has eased up a little bit. It used to be that women were kind of nudged away from it. And I don't see that as much anymore, which is wonderful. So uh, what an inspiration, Tina, you are. Uh, I would love to hear, you know, how can people get to your website? How can they be in your allowed list? And uh, how can they get to know you better? What is the best place to meet you? So it would be on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Follow us at Everyday Shiro, which is spelled every day. And then Shiro is S-H-E-R-O. OE. So everydayshiro.io is our website, everyday mm -hmm. our Twitter account. And then also too, if you go ahead to the Everyday Shiro Twitter account, there is a link where you can go ahead and click on it and it'll take you into our Discord, which is the communication channel for all things NFT. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Is there anything else you want to share with, uh, with, do you have an ask for our listeners, Regina? We would love for more women to join the crypto and NFT space. And we are so happy to be on this podcast. 
everything it represents is what we're trying to go ahead and align with out there. So I thank you so much, Barca, for letting me come on and share our mission and vision. Oh, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure having you. And, you know, what a what a treat to speak with a founder and, uh, you know, bring your message to the world. So thank you for doing what you're doing. You're an inspiration. Keep doing it. Thank you so much, Barca. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you so much for listening. Please like this episode and share it with someone you think that'll enjoy it. And do reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect. And also, if you would like to, please join my newsletter by visiting www.barkaherman.com. Thank you.